0: Another episode of the hugo girls podcast my name's emma and i'm actually doing a solo episode today of course i'm missing maddie but she is actually going through her last week of her junior year of college we're both juniors about to be seniors which is crazy but we're on very different school schedules i've been done with my semester for about a month at this point which is crazy because maddie is still going through it but she's in her crazy finals week she has a 30 page paper due she's dealing with exams i'm pretty sure other assignments too. So she is just so busy. So she's taking a break this week to grind it out. And I'm so proud of her and I'm excited for her to be done finally because I've been living in summer and I know she's ready to be living in summer as well. Um, And speaking of living in summer, if you've listened to any of the recent episodes, you probably would have known that I went to Costa Rica. I was there, uh, oh my gosh, it's been over two weeks since I've been back, which is so sad because it seems so recent. Like, it feels like I just got back and I keep reliving the memories. It's I was literally making TikToks about it today. I'm just, like, obsessed with Costa Rica. And I just want to give you guys a little bit of a background about that experience, kind of what it means to me, and big picture, what does travel in general means? I don't know. I just feel like there's such a travel culture of, like, you have to go out and live your life. And do all these big crazy things and it doesn't always seem practical and maybe that's not for everyone but I'm someone that has always just had such big big dreams and goals and all of that fluffy stuff but truly I do want to see so much of the world. And you know, starting with the background of me going to Costa Rica, it was actually where I we are supposed to study abroad, so I was never going to do, or I didn't know if I was going to do a full semester abroad, but I was going to be doing a month abroad in May of 2020 and going to Costa Rica, as I said. So, you know, so excited about that. I had paid my program fees and all that stuff, was getting everything settled, and then, you know, you can guess what happened. COVID happened in March of 2020, and I was unable to go on my study abroad program, which was really sucky, but I definitely understood. This was like peak coronavirus um, when it was just ramping up. The cases were getting really bad everywhere, so I really did understand, but I was very helpful to be able to go the following May, um, so, as you can maybe guess, I you know, signed up again to go in May of this year, 2021, and the program actually ended up getting canceled again. And it's really weird. Um, some study abroad programs at my college, like some of the semester-long programs, which go kind of from like January to May or February to June, it just depends, but some of those programs actually did end up happening this year. Um, they were definitely a little different and um, th- like, if you went on those programs, you had to very much follow the rules of that country in terms of COVID. Like, it was not probably anything like it was in previous years when COVID wasn't a thing, but a lot of people still get to- did get to go on their programs, but I was doing a Maymester is what they're called, you know, a May study abroad experience just for a month, and all Maymesters ended up being canceled just because, you know, if you're going to do a 14-day quarantine, that's basically half of your time, and it was just, it ended up not happening, um, it, it was just really devastating for me, especially the second time around, because at this point I had been thinking I was going to Costa Rica since like January of 2020, like over a year ago, almost like a year and a half, basically, I had been planning on going to Costa Rica. I was going to get um, a really, really great cultural experience, so I am a public health major in school and a Spanish minor. It's been a huge, huge goal of mine para ser fluida en español. It's hard because I don't know. um, I I, like know some people who listen to this podcast probably do speak Spanish. I know we have listeners that are in South America or in Spain. Um, And yeah, so I I do speak Spanish. I want to say I'm fluent. I would say I'm proficient, but Long story short, it was just such a big goal of mine to be able to go to Costa Rica and finally get an opportunity to immerse myself in the culture, a different culture. I had never really been outside the country besides, like, a cruise to the Bahamas, but, you know, that's not really, like, a cultural experience very much, Um, so... I was just so pumped because I was going to get to work in the health clinics and study in the health clinics in Costa Rica, which kind of hits on my public health part of my degree. And then also, it's obviously a Spanish-speaking country, so I was going to get to use Spanish and, you know, practice a lot of Spanish, living with a host family and all of that. Um, So, it was kind of the absolutely perfect program for me. So, it was really, really disappointing when that wasn't able to happen, but, you know, it's not it's not the end of the world and it kind of did feel like it at some point but there was just so much going on in other parts of the world that as much as it sucked for me I understood why my programs got canceled but as someone who's graduating in December of this year I you know that was my last opportunity May of this year was my very last chance to be able to do a May master and do the program I've been wanting to do so I think that's really what got to me Um, When the program got canceled for the second time, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, that that was my chance. Those were my two opportunities to go and they got taken away from me. And obviously, you know, everyone else had many things impacted by COVID. um, Probably a lot worse things than not getting to go to a foreign country. But again, it was a really, as much as it, you know, it's a beautiful country and it's fun to travel and do excursions and stuff. Like I was, it was just gonna be such a learning experience for me too. Um, but long story short, as you guys know, I did end up going. So basically, once my program got canceled, my parents were like, Listen, you know, you'll have the opportunity to get vaccinated by then, which I am vaccinated. Um, I was vaccinated before I went. And if you can get some friends together, you get a group together. I mean, we're still fine with you going as long as you do it in a safe way, all that stuff. So I was like, Okay, bet I'm gonna kind of use the money that my parents would have so willingly spent for me to go on the actual school program um, for them to kind of help me and help fund me going to Costa Rica. So, I found three friends that were willing to go with me that agreed to it, had the funds to go, and we ended up planning a trip, booking a trip. We did it through an agency, which actually ended up being a huge help. We had someone kind of help us book the hotel, book excursions, transportation, so it was so, so safe, but I did end up going, and if you guys want to see any pictures, make sure to follow me on my Instagram. It's a little shameless plug, but I've been posting a lot about it, of course, because it was amazing, Um, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful place, like, prettiest place I've ever been, and so, yeah, if you want to see any of those pictures, it's at Emma Roof, um, E-M-M- AA, so there's two A's and then roof, like, the top of a house, so go give me a follow, but, um, I did end up going, and I've been back for about two weeks now, um, and yeah, I, I don't want to bore you guys with, like, the details of the trip, so we just were just, like, on this beautiful beach and all this stuff, and I am so glad, I think is, like, I'm sad to leave, of course, like, I'm sad that I had to go home and only had a week there, but, Now that I'm back, I've just been, I feel like, so inspired by that trip to kind of get out of my comfort zone um, and do take those opportunities that present themselves or if opportunities get taken away from me, like my study abroad programs did, kind of still following my passions, following my interests, and creating opportunities for myself because when my programs got canceled, I could have just been like, well, you know, damn, I guess I'm never going, but... I made it work. I basically planned the whole trip single-handedly, and it was the most amazing experience. It was so cool, um, but that's kind of what I want to talk about in this episode: is just getting out of your comfort zone. Because, like I said, I had been out of the country one time before, but it was not anything like what I had done. I mean, I was with my parents. I was like on a cruise. Um, And we just kind of flopped around an island. It was beautiful, but, you know, there's a difference between, like, cruising to, like, an Americanized kind of part of a country rather than actually experiencing another culture, or, yeah, another country and another culture and actually getting to kind of live in that environment that, you know, local and Native people of that country are living in. Um, It's just a completely different experience. So, this was really my first time getting to do that, and it was so awesome. And I feel like stepping out of your comfort zone can be anything like. I know for me, traveling to Costa Rica, that's been my goal for a freaking long time at this point. So that's kind of what, that was kind of my first step out of my comfort zone to travel somewhere else. I'm not with my parents. I'm not with my family. I'm going with my friends and I'm planning it. It was just, I just felt very adult. And I think, I mean, I'm 21 now, so I guess I am an adult, but that was something for me that That would have scared me in the past. I've never been a big traveler. Like I know Maddie has been to so many different countries. Literally been around the world. And I did have some like hesitation to go to this country I had never been to before. Um, But once I was committed, and I was committed back like at the beginning of twenty twenty, I kind of stuck with it and was like, listen, this is something I want to do. It's gonna be a great opportunity. Like I just need to go. You just kind of need to close your eyes and step into it and not look back because what's the point of doing that um so it was just it was so cool and I feel like we all have that one thing that's maybe it's kind of like a luring goal for you and you like really don't know if it's attainable um so I kind of wanted to talk about my future plans but I mean y'all's y'all's dreams and y'all's inspirations and things that You know, you just know those goals that you have deep down. Um, It could be acting in a movie one day, or it could be becoming a doctor. It could be literally anything in the world. It could just be, like, where you want to live. And it's hard sometimes to really believe in yourself that that can be your reality. And I think there's so much um, culture surrounding social media, too, of these people just living these extravagant lives, or not even extravagant, just... No matter what you wanna do, I guarantee you you can find someone on the internet, on social media, on Instagram, wherever, that's living out your dream life, that's doing what you wanna do, that's living where you wanna live, that just seems to have it together. And that can be really encouraging to be like, Okay, well, it's possible, but it can also be really discouraging to be like, I just never see myself getting there. Like, how how did they do that? I mean, I don't have the money to do that, I don't have the means and the connections to do that. Um, It can be a really tough place to, you know, you're a student sitting in school and you have this dream to be an actor and you scroll through Instagram and you see, you know, all these actors and people getting bookings and this stuff and I mean I've never personally had those goals but I know so many people that do um and that's just kind of like a stereotypical like dream American dream that people have to go to Hollywood go to LA be an actor be a singer whatever um and you just see all these people succeeding and you're like well crap like I'm just stuck sitting in school right now like I'm living in freaking South Carolina I use that example because you know that's where I am and I feel that way sometimes um and you're just like how am I ever gonna get there? How am I ever going to take that leap and end up in Hollywood one, one day or end up in a movie one day? And it is, it is hard. And that's how I kind of felt with my study abroad. I was like, how am I, how am I going to make this work? Um, but just to kind of clarify with you guys what my end goals are, what that looks like for me, Um, I would really love to spend some like good solid time in another country Uh, And specifically Costa Rica I want to travel around for sure But I just feel like I've made this like emotional connection with me and Costa Rica Just because it's been on my mind literally for like a year and a half like I was saying And now that I've been it's obviously on my mind even more I'm sitting next to literally at my desk around me I have my little like handmade Costa Rica mug that I bought from my trip up in this little like on the side of the volcano there's this little cultural center that we went into it's just like so it was so cool um and then I have some seashells that are sitting in front of me too that I took off the beach and I didn't know that am I gonna get like people coming knocking at my door for saying this I didn't know that you couldn't like take shells from other countries I know you're not supposed to take like food unless you you know, write it down at customs or whatnot, but I just grabbed some shells off the beach because they were pretty, and I didn't know that was like not a thing you were supposed to do. But you know, no one has arrested me yet or come for me yet, so we're chilling and they're pretty. I kind of want to make a necklace out of one of them, but I'm like literally ranting so hard. But my future plans so I graduate in December, um, I'm thinking about. Or I'm planning on sticking around my college town until about May of next year just because that's when most of my class will be graduating. So even though I'll be graduated, I'll kind of still finish out what would have been my last semester of senior year in the spring. And, you know, be around my boyfriend and my friends and kind of, you know, live in my college town until we all end up graduating Um, Because I am a semester early, so most people will be graduating May 22, and then everyone kind of disperses after that. So, once May 22 comes, and everyone that I know, like all my roommates, friends, we all graduate and kind of start our own lives, I would really, really love to go back to the country, the country as in Costa Rica, and really get some good time there, living there, experiencing it more, because... Um, when I went, we were like in a hotel and kind of in a touristy part of town. And all of that's great. Like, we felt so safe. It was really good. But now that I'm more familiar, I guess, I would love to go back and have more of an experience, like living there outside of a resort, you know, all that stuff. Um, and yeah, so my mom actually has a connection with someone who works in healthcare or like knows someone who works in healthcare in Costa Rica. So it's like, my mom knows someone who knows someone. It's like, all the way down this line, but I'm gonna really try to jump on that opportunity if I can and do some healthcare work in Costa Rica because those are my like two big things that I love is like healthcare, which sounds so nerdy, but love healthcare, love public health, and also just love Spanish. And it's weird to be like, I love a language, but I have been studying Spanish for literally so so long. Um, being able to speak it in the real world when I was in Costa Rica was just literally like so cool for me because I've just learned so much classroom Spanish, and, you know, if you live in the U.S., you probably know that you don't run into Spanish speakers on the daily, and even if you do, you never, like, need to use Spanish just because, you know, most everyone speaks English here, and obviously with some exceptions, but I just never really, you know, I don't have many friends who speak Spanish. I have, like, one literally who speaks about the same amount of Spanish as I do, and so, yeah, it's just something I've been working towards for so long, and I'm sure all of you guys have things that you guys have been working towards and putting in effort, and you just really want to see those end results. You really want to come out on the other side and be like, I'm so proud of myself for going, you know, trying hard, going through with my dreams, and, you know, kind of pushing through there. So I don't know what my end goal is, but I do know that I want to kind of take a shot in the dark, go live in another country, go experience another country, and yeah, that's what my future plans kind of are and that's what stepping out of my comfort zone kind of looks like for me and it definitely looks different for everyone else. Um, and I just want to touch on the concept of change that goes along with that too because it would be a really big change and I just want to put out there that like change is hard. Change is uncomfortable. I have never been someone to have big life changes. I was, you know, born in North Carolina when I was literally six months old, moved to South Carolina. So South Carolina is pretty much all I've known. I've never like moved schools in the middle of a school year. I went to college like in South Carolina. So I've just never done anything that's like a big life change. And you guys might have bigger life changes than I have, but things have just been very consistent. For me and my life, there's never been anything, like, earth-shattering that's happened to me, which I'm thankful for in a way, but at the same time, it's sometimes good to make those changes, and I'm glad they haven't been, I guess what I'm saying, I'm glad change hasn't been forced upon me when I haven't wanted it to be, but now that I'm older, now that I'm graduating college, I feel like this is my time to make changes in my life for myself and they're completely up to me and they're completely in my hands and it's kind of like the world's in your hands but that's how I feel is like I really can go do what I want and you guys if you're not there or you're already there like you guys can truly do what you want to and um I just want to confide in you <laughs> we're having like a little heart to heart here but truly like change is uncomfortable like it's not easy it's very vulnerable and I know a lot of you guys probably feel that way um about taking big steps in your life taking big changes maybe that's moving across the country to go to college maybe that's taking a position that's in a city you've never lived in before for your job maybe that's I don't know. Like it could just be so much. Just, just taking a leap of faith to make new friends and kind of leave your toxic friends behind. Change is just, it's just weird and it's hard and it's really normal too. But you have to find comfort in the change because. Because change can be such a big deal, but it only holds as much power as you give it. And I actually found this really great quote about change. It's from the Odyssey, which is kind of like an online blog source. And I just wanted to read it because I thought it was really comforting and can apply to my life. And hopefully can apply to yours. So it says... People get so tied down to the idea that change is about trying to control emotions and feelings for other people, things and situations. It's hard for individuals to fully accept the simple thought of this is not what I want anymore. Change isn't about control or feeling comfortable. Change is about trusting yourself and keeping focus. Learning to dance with insecurities and a roller coaster of emotion is the only hard part of the process. Go with it. So, It really just breaks change down in a simple way. Like it's you're not gonna feel in control. You're not gonna feel comfortable because it's change. Like literally, it's I feel like it's an antonym of those words. You are stepping into something new, so you're not gonna have complete control. You're not gonna feel completely comfortable. But I guess it's about finding comfort and creating a new experience for yourself. It's about trusting yourself, like it says, and keeping focus and eventually what was the change, what was new, is gonna become your routine. It's gonna become your reality. You have to kind of allow yourself to ride the emotional roller coaster of, okay, I'm scared. Okay, I'm nervous. Oh wait, I'm excited. Oh wait, no I'm sad. I miss my people back home or oh I miss high school or you just have to ride those emotions because there is going to be a lot of them. And I I very much struggle with this. Like, this is me sitting here in 2021 having truly no idea where I'm going to end up in 2022 or, like, especially just because I'm about to graduate college and I am scared of change. Like, part of me is just like, oh, stay in South Carolina. Just... Do what's normal, or do I guess it's my definition of normal is being in South Carolina, being so close to my family and my friends. Um, and there's really nothing wrong with just staying in what's comfortable, but I just know I'm the kind of person that really thrives off of new experiences. off After you know, <laughs> sorry, slipping over my words, but off of new places, like travel is literally one of my most favorite things in the world. I would travel every weekend if I could to somewhere new. It's just so refreshing. It's so inspiring. And I, you know, that's what change feels like to me. Change after I graduate is going to be changing my physical location, even though that might not be your concept of change. Um, But that's what that means to me. Um, With that being said, I did want to kind of talk about the concept of quote, what are you waiting for? Because this is something I hear in songs, and just media, from like inspirational speakers, you know, maybe even people in your life, they'll be like, okay, you want to do that, so what are you waiting for? And this kind of brings back, you know, brings us back into a little reality check of there are things that you have to wait for. There are life's priorities. I know, I've seen people, you know, pack up their lives and be like, I just decided one day that I was going to move across the country and I never looked back. And I'm like, that's so great for that person, but that is not always practical. That is not always the best choice. There's responsibilities. I mean, unfortunately, we live in a world where you have to have money to be able to do those kinds of things. You have to have some sort of stable income that literally like allows you to survive living in a new place or funding an apartment somewhere, or, you know, having a car to get around, like, there's some practical issues to that, and sometimes, like, maybe if your family member's sick, or if your family member's older, and they need care for you, maybe, or you you need to care for them, that maybe that's not practical to pack up and move somewhere, or to kind of begin a new part of your life, so, I, d- I really don't like the idea of what are you waiting for because there's so much pressure that's, like, embedded within that phrase, um, and I think as a college student, too, when you graduate, and I mean, let's let's start back with high school, actually, when you graduate high school, they're like, they, as in just society, you know, your family, your guidance counselors, whoever, they're like, okay, where do you want to go to college, you're like, Well, maybe college isn't for me. Maybe I want to take a gap year, and like, let's say you do take a gap year after high school, people are gonna be like, okay, well, like, what are you waiting for? Kind of, what's your goal? Like, are you gonna go to college? Why are you just kind of like not doing anything? And I don't think, let's if we break down that phrase, I don't think the waiting part of it should have such a negative connotation to it as it does. Like, if you want to take a gap year, I actually was talking to people in Costa Rica that were from other countries, from England, actually, and they were saying that gap years are, like, very, very normal because these were some people that were the same age as me and my friends, but they were a grade behind us in college. Like they were sophomores in college, we were juniors. And they're like, Yeah, well, we took a gap year. And they're like, Everyone does gap years um, in England. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, that's so not that it's taboo here, but like, there's just so much pressure to be like, Okay, graduate high school, you go to college. You go to college, you get a job. And it's like in such a consecutive order that there's never that waiting period. And if there is that waiting period, period you get all these like you just feel all this pressure to like get out of it and find the next thing and find your next step and that can just be so stressful and it's also not what life is about life isn't about just like working yourself and then dying or at least like that's not how I see life we have to work to make money and to have you know you know to give back to people to have jobs that can benefit other people and give back to the community like whatever your end goal is in like your occupation or your dream or whatever it may be but there is so much pressure of like not having a waiting period and that's kind of when I graduate college in December I don't think I'm gonna have like a big girl job starting in January and then just starting a nine to five and then working forever. I think I'm going to have a part-time job, make some money, um, instead of lose money by being in college, you know, make some money because I won't have school, but I'm not ready to have a nine-to-five. I don't even know what my end goal is, per se, in life, um, and as a 21-year-old, I don't think I need to know that, and whatever age you are, I mean, you could be 40 and you don't need to know that. I actually ran into one of my parents' friends at the restaurant um, at this random restaurant, um, in my town the other night, and he was kind of asking me, he's like, oh, you know, what what's your major, like, what do you want to do, and I was like, oh, I'm public health, and Spanish, like, I really like it, but, you know, I don't know my end goal, and he was like, well, I'm 52, and I still don't know my end goal, and I was like, see, you know, it kind of gave me some comfort, I'm like, you, you know, you're always working towards something, so you can't get so caught up in, like, The end goal that you lose the journey, which is so that's so cliche and stuff, but I just really don't like the whole "what are you waiting for" attitude because it's like sometimes there truly is practical stuff. There's boxes you need to check. There's things you need to get done. There's people in your life that you have to care for, and you don't want to just leave behind on a whim. Um, And so there might be a waiting period, but don't let that deter you from getting where you want to go. And so for me. I think from probably January to about May of next year, I'm going to kind of be in that waiting period. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have a job. I'm going to be doing some stuff, social media stuff, hopefully, as well, um, but I'm kind of going to be in that waiting period of, where am I going? Am I doing grad school? Am I taking a year off? Where am I going to grad school? You know, when am I going to Costa Rica? When am I going to, what am I going to be doing there? Just, like, oh my gosh, just a lot of waiting, but you know, some planning in the midst of the waiting, but um, just try to allow yourself to accept that everything's not going to work out overnight because it's truly not going to, but you also do need to listen to that little voice inside of you or your intuition or those aspirations inside of you, and you, you really can do it. You just don't be discouraged by the timeline because your life clock is your life clock like you don't have to when you're 22 go get a job nine to five and work that job until you're 65 and then retire like that doesn't have to be you and maybe you maybe you want that to be you Maybe maybe you're just so invested in your profession that that is your dream and that's great but um It's just a long story short long, long story short. Just everyone everyone is so different. So find peace and the fact that if you make a big change in your life, it's not gonna be the easiest thing in the world. It's not gonna be the most comfortable thing in the world. But you gotta you gotta go for it in order to see the results of it and hopefully come out the other end, uh newly changed, but like changed in the best way kind of person. You know, I've seen stuff on TikTok too about like people, I see all these comments like, you've changed, whatever, and people will comment back and be like, that's good, I actually, saw, I saw this little graphic today of this, a, it's it's hard to explain via podcast, but basically these two people, um, and there was, like, a little colorful person, and the person that was colored white was like, you've changed so much, and they were like, yeah, I was meant to because they, I mean, they have all these colors, which are basically all of their life experiences and everything that has shaped them into who they are. So there's this, you know, white colored person that's never really taken any risks and is in white in terms of just like a blank little silhouette of someone that hasn't had any change, hasn't had any important aspects of them. So there's kind of like a blank canvas still. And then there's this person that's practically tie-dye at this point because of how many things that have come into their life and how many opportunities they've had and everything that's turned them into this colorful person, this colorful little silhouette. And I loved it. It was like, the blank person was like, you've changed. And the colorful person was like, yeah, but that's that's normal. Like, that's what I was meant to do. You're meant to go through life experiences and figure yourself out. So, um, to everyone listening, good luck figuring yourself out. I know I'm doing it too, and I think we all spend our entire lives trying to figure out exactly where we want to be, but I believe in you all, and thank you guys for following along. If you listen to the podcast, I know you guys have followed me and Madison's journeys through you know, college and a pandemic and just... So much, and hopefully we'll continue to keep following us into the future to see where our lives go and um, what changes in our lives. But much love to you all. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm gonna wrap it up here. If you want to follow us on Instagram, which you totally should, it's it's at hygge girls podcast. That's also our TikTok handle. It will be in our show notes as well. And we will be back next Monday with another episode. Until then, stay happy, stay healthy, stay hookah, and have a great day. Bye!